Welcome back to Around the Oval, the podcast that takes a deep dive into the Ohio State student experience. I'm your host, Rohan Makajani, and today we've got a good one coming your way. Coming up is an interview with Katrina Gates, a third-year engineering student who was willing to share her experience dealing with the mental health system at Ohio State since the beginning of her freshman year. Mental health is something that affects every student on campus, so I figured this would be a worthwhile interview to get a student's entire experience using the services that OSU has to offer. Before we begin and break that down, I wanted to plug two things. One is Us, the new movie from Jordan Peele. It was incredible. Get tickets to Gateway from DTix for only $3 and you won't be disappointed. Second shout out to a former guest of the pod, Jordan Mosley. He recently got accepted into one of his dream law schools, and I couldn't be more happy for him. Go check out that second episode from Around the Oval, but let's get on to this interview with Kat. With that, here's Hang On Sloopy. And we're here with Katrina Gates. What's going on, Katrina? how are you i don't know why i'm calling you katrina you're cat yeah you go by cat yep (laughs) katrina and i went to one of our buckeye serve trips together to Mm -hmm. new orleans and so she has a few experiences that she wants to share and we're happy to have her but before we get to it as we do here five h's cat where are you from uh wellesley massachusetts oh who's your hero my little is definitely my hero give her her due abby yeah abby um she's just been through so much in her life and she is so strong and so supportive and so kind with everyone that she meets and your little for what organizations sorority gamma phi beta all right there you go what is a habit that you have i only eat buttered noodles oh so no marinara i really no alfredo no that's crazy. Every once in a while, I'll spice it up. I really like pizza sauce or okay. like a little bit of Parmesan on my pasta. But I that's eat... normal, like butter noodles and Parmesan. Yeah. 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 But I that's really wild. Do like... you put anything like else in it? Like no vegetables, no meat. I have no nutritional value to my daily. Cat, you're killing me. It's horrible. Me. I know. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. What is a hobby that you have? Um, definitely, I'd say uh volunteering and service i think it's like the best part of being at ohio state and being in columbus what are a few of the things that you engage with at ohio state i would definitely say buckeye serve Mm -hmm. is like my main involvement i'm on the board for it oh really yeah i didn't know that i'm creating a new service trip for them actually no way yeah where to uh new orleans actually love it yeah yeah i'm really excited that's huge what do you hope for one day i want to have a positive impact just like either on one person's life or on whatever a small. it is. Yeah. Just I want whatever I do with my life to have a positive impact on the world yeah. or my community. And I mean, that ties into being on the board for Buckeye Serve, trying to provide a positive experience for other people. Yeah. That's sweet. All right. So we'll jump right into it. If you're willing to share your experience with the health network and mental health services provided by Ohio State, you lead the way and I'll just be a soundboard. Yeah. This is all you. Okay. Um, so my freshman year, I had a really bad breakup and I used their emergency CCS sessions, okay. counseling and consultation services. Those were helpful. I don't know. It didn't really. So need... did they, did you reach out to them and then they like set up a meeting? 
Yeah. How did that work? You do a phone appointment with them and then they set you up with a counselor. And so the emergency sessions aren't really meant to be long term. They're just supposed to help you with whatever you're dealing with right then. That's temporary. And so what was that timeline like? Was it actually urgent? Like, did you get to see someone within like a day or a week or how long did that take? I'd say a week or two weeks for an emergency. That's tough. Yeah, it kind of sucked that it took that long to get in. But I know there are 44,000 undergraduate students that need those services. So then sophomore year, I didn't really use it until I was hospitalized in April of my sophomore year so second semester yes um so spring semester that's when i started getting treatment from ohio state and so i used their ccs for about a year and they prescribed me medication Mm -hmm. and i used that for a little bit it didn't really help so i went to my for everyone it really like well they just seem to have one doctor that oh that's iffy it yeah i kind of i don't know and and did they try to like just plop on medication or did they try different methods of therapy he tried to talk to me about a lot in my session like exercising more to help boost sure yeah whatever that does to you um he talked about light therapy that it could possibly be seasonal depression Mm -hmm. um i don't know and then he recommended an ssri um i'm not sure what it stands for but it's supposed to treat anxiety and depression okay yeah that's a selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor yes and so he recommended that for me and it made me feel like a freaking zombie yeah. i was not a human being when i was on that medication. those will do it to you yep. yeah i was on it for like a month and then my doctor from back home she was like no get off that yeah <laughs> like, that that's wild that like two doctors can have such differing opinions i mean one that knows you from home versus one who's has forty-four thousand students under his or her belt yep it's it's crazy yeah. and because i only saw him once and he mm-hmm. only had a little bit of like, I don't, I didn't really, while I was hospitalized, they only gave me one psychiatrist to talk to for like 15 minutes. And in those 15 minutes, when I checked myself into the hospital, I waited for a few hours for her to come. Right. And then she was able to diagnose me and hold me for a mandatory like overnight stay. Okay. Which, I don't know, that just felt really drastic and they didn't really, well, it's not drastic. Yeah, I think it's to make sh- ensure your safety more yeah. than anything. Well, they promised I'd go to a special ward in the hospital called okay. the comm unit. Okay. And I was not put in there for hours. They told me I'd probably have to stay in the emergency room overnight. Wow. Which I, like, (laughs) when I got out of the hospital, I think you should definitely go if you need to. But I had nightmares for months of me waking up back in the hospital, like, freaking out in the middle of the night. Which was really difficult because you shouldn't have that experience. It was just people were screaming near me when I was in the emergency room. Yeah, the emergency room. room is not a pleasant place. No, this one guy kept taking his genitals out in there Interesting. it was very scary luckily i had friends there they brought me graders and chipotle That's which huge. was really nice yeah. um but it was still scary and i tried to leave and they were like no you you have to right. stay you might have to sleep in the chair that you were put in yeah. overnight and so at 1 a.m they moved me to the comm unit which was a lot better but mm. still like a different experience i feel like than most people who are placed there right away definitely so what led you to go to the emergency room Yeah, I'd say I was really depressed and anxious for a while. Mm -hmm. And I remember just thinking, I heard about another student jumping off of... The union. Yeah, which really impacted me because I I remember sitting there thinking, that'll be me in a few weeks if I don't do something right now while I still want to do something. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so the next day I checked into the hospital and they said they had an abundance of students there that yeah. day probably just because it is so scary and when you see someone else do it and that's your thought right. not oh my god how could that happen you should do something while you still want to yeah we're happy that you were proactive about it and <laughs> took too. the steps you needed to yeah because yeah we saw one suicide happened and then not too long after there was another one yep it's crazy that i don't know that it's still happening so many people i've talked to are like yeah, yeah i've had to deal with this i'm trying to use ccs and i don't know this year when it started to get bad again they told me they couldn't like handle my case anymore mm. So they made me leave the therapist that I had gotten comfortable with for a year. Yeah. And now I'm at Holistic Consultation. Okay. And they've been great. They finally can get me in. Like this week, they told me they can get me in for weekly appointments. And I went back to the doctor that I saw last year. And I was yeah. like, I need new medication. Mm -hmm. And he, again, offered SSRIs. And he's like, I know it didn't work for you last yeah. time, but it might work for you again. And I was like are you kidding me <laughs> right right just i mean he's a great guy so um, how did he accommodate that he changed it to a different ssri okay yeah and i mean different me brands do things differently even though they're all under the same category but yeah. it is scary definitely going through one not having a good experience and then having him recommend another one it's like i just went through this yeah come on now and like he gave me a much lower dose than before. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, usually, like, when one is on a low dose, it helps anxiety, but not mm -hmm. depression. Whereas when it's on a high dose, it helps depression and not anxiety. Sure. So it's just hard when you have both and you need treatment yeah. for both, but they don't offer a medication that can really help with both. So in your holistic therapy, is that through Ohio State or is that outside of the network? Outside of it. So I okay. do have to pay for it. Yeah. But I've already started to note. I think it's better for me. They've mm -hmm. helped me accomplish more of what I've wanted to accomplish since I've been there than sure. a year at Ohio State's counseling did. That's, I think, noteworthy, right? <laughs> yeah. That's something people need to hear. I loved my therapist. Just a soft plug for her. She was The really, Ohio State therapist. Yeah, she yeah. was so sweet and like easy to talk to. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I asked for coping mechanisms. Sure. And like i don't know just help with my issues specifically and yeah. because she was only able to see me every three weeks like by That's the time yeah. it was hard by the time she saw me this year i remember she saw me at the beginning of january and she was like oh you seem fine like this is great and mm -hmm. then i came back in later in january and i was like i haven't been to class in two weeks yeah. i like can't function as a human being what do i do right. and she was like oh my god i need to get you to a different counselor so you took her advice to seek counsel outside of the Ohio State Network? Yes, we sat down together and she made me an appointment. That's awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. super sweet of her, but I do miss her. And yeah, but that definitely can be intimidating, like trying to find these resources and reach out to people on your own. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think also with CCS, from what I've heard from a lot of people, is that until you are in such a bad place that they you need help, yeah. you don't get help. Mm -hmm. which is so frustrating it's backwards yeah. and that's how that's how medicine is in general where mm -hmm. it's you seek treatment once you're sick yeah when with mental health issues specifically it needs to be the other way it shouldn't be once you're sick you're getting help it yeah. should be much more proactive than that yeah me and my roommates were talking about how ohio state takes a lot of reactive measures yeah but very few proactive measures. Mm -hmm. And it's just really frustrating because now you have an abundance of students that 
are in a really bad place and can't yeah. get help. And then you have a, a ton of students that can see themselves ending up in a bad place and right. are reaching out for it, being told that they can't get help. And that's so discouraging. Absolutely. I don't know. It and just, like OSU definitely like they try to provide like we have the greatest gyms in the world. We have the greatest food services in the wo- world. But until there's more, I don't know, accessibility for human interaction and like contact and someone to like work you through your problems sometimes like all the other things in the world won't help until you get to sit down with someone and they can either tell you about how to approach or cope with the situation yeah i agree (laughs) yeah awesome so with the current system that ohio state has what would you say the biggest pros are i've heard that group therapy at ohio state is amazing have you gone i have to... not personally okay. gone but i've talked to a lot of my friends about it and they say that it's helped them a lot mm-hmm. um but that's also connecting with other students and hearing their stories right yeah and that may work for some people it may not yeah like it... sometimes you do like to feel as though other people are going through a similar experience and so having that connection can help but at the same time it can also be intimidating where if you're uncomfortable with being vulnerable in front of your classmates and peers like it's definitely a fine line to walk that's what we did in the commune actually was a lot of group therapy in yeah. there and then another resource that i really like that's super easily accessible is um wellness coaching yeah um, that's big yeah it's awesome mm-hmm. i think counseling should be that accessible but right. wellness coaching definitely helped me kind of figure out how I function like socially I do really well like or emotionally I do really well if I do well socially like if I have a lot of good social interactions then I feel better emotionally and mentally Um, and it helps me then focus on school and other stuff like that and I think for people just starting out in college wellness coaching is so such a good way to be proactive yeah about your mental health I definitely think wellness coaching and those seminars and different events that they have or the way that Ohio State tries to be proactive about this issue, it's just not as known. Like, oh. it's not the service that people are really pushing. And I think that's what needs to be communicated. I'm looking at the website right now, and they have coaches. We know about the financial ones, just because, like, if you go through STEP, like, you're required to go to a financial wellness coach. But they also have nutrition education, collegiate recovery communities, al- alcohol, tobacco, and other drug prevention, relationship education and violence prevention, sexual health student civility programming, it's really all there. It's just a matter of how do we communicate that to the wider audience that these are the resources you should use proactively instead of reactively. I couldn't agree more. I think RAs should definitely educate their residents about it more because if I had known about it freshman year, then I don't know, maybe I could have balanced school better with making new friends and figuring out that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I've talked to one of the wellness coaches and he like was teaching me about motivational interviewing and a lot of the times that's asking specific questions so that the person that you're communicating with kind of extracts information on their own so that they know how to cope with their own problems whereas a lot of the times with doctors they can say you have this 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 here's how you treat it sometimes that's not the way you deal with these mental health issues and so those are the two main pros of the ohio state system is group therapy and wellness coaching, both of which aren't really communicated well, I don't think. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. So what's another pro that Ohio State has to offer? Uh, There's the Student Advocacy Center and then Student Disability Services, which kind of partner together. I think as far as test taking has gone, Student Disability Services has helped me 
a lot with that, Mm -hmm. but they can't really do much as far as communicating with professors. You have to go and do that on your own. Okay. Um, That's where the student advocates come in. Okay. So if you go in, you're like, I am so depressed. I'm so anxious. I haven't been to class in two weeks and I failed your exam. Yeah. Student advocates can come in and try to help you make up points for that class or Mm -hmm. something like that. And I know when I got out of the hospital, they contacted all of my professors and explained like, hey, she was just in the hospital. She needs extensions on all of her homework. That's from awesome. When she was there. Yeah. yeah. That alleviates a bunch of the burden off of your back when you're dealing with your personal struggles. You don't need that added weight of class and exams and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and so moving on to the cons now, let's hear them. Accessibility. Yeah. For like the really, I don't know, professional ones? I don't know what to call it. Like the ones where they hire professionals to deal with yeah. you. I know that for SLDS, which is Student Life Disability Services, um, if you try to get in at the beginning of the semester and get registered then, it'll take weeks. Really? Yes. And my, that's at the beginning of the semester. Yeah. yeah. I registered halfway through. Okay. Um, so it was super fast, like a few days. But even then, I had to go in and tell all of my professors hey, there's something wrong with me and I need your help. And not all of them want to do that. No, I mean, (laughs) I would probably imagine that with their responsibilities and the roles they have at the university, it's hard for them to take that much of an interest in individual students who are vocalizing their concerns. Definitely. And as an engineer, I feel like they're also very cutthroat. Like if you want to be an engineer, you got to, I don't know, do X, Y, and Z and be able to handle it. Well, it's not engineering that's stressing me out. It's other stuff. Right. So what other cons are there? Accessibility is probably the main one. Yeah. They downsized SLDS. That was the other thing. Okay. Um, Interesting. So they got rid of a few staff members is what um my little who works there told me about and um so now it's hard they have so many people to keep track of Mm -hmm. and so it's really hard for them to get back to emails quickly and stuff like that um and then also counseling they don't have many people i guess it all goes back to accessibility yeah and even in the hospital just the way that they handled my particular case and it was until 1 a.m that's when they moved me to the calm ward and mm-hmm. until and i checked in around noon right um oh wow so you were there for 13 so, hours so long <laughs> wow um i would say the fact that it took them that long i know it's a limited space there but it was just so scary for me and not providing like i don't know a separate room for people right. where I don't have to look at a man's genitals. Yeah, they don't discriminate between people on drugs, gunshot victims, people Mm -hmm. coming in because they're feeling depressed and suicidal. Yeah. They're all just plopped in the same room and then they they triage them, which means they're just basing them off of immediate priority. But if you're in there for 13 hours, yeah, that can definitely drive (laughs) you insane. Yeah, I was definitely going nuts. They take away all electronics too. So I was like sitting there. I didn't bring a book or anything. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. Um, At least your friends were there. That's nice. It was very nice of them to show up and try to like calm me down while I was in there. Right. And just being there for your friends. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I agree. And so where is there room for improvement in this whole system? Uh, 
other than just adding yeah just is it adding yeah god take away that damn construction just (laughs) like literally i know that they have like a five-year plan to add more counselors but no we need it now yeah and like make room for it i know you can like ohio state is big they have enough money make good offers for these professionals to come in like absolutely take charge of the situation don't just sit back and make plans for it yeah that's where it should improve and you even said like the one therapist that you had she was incredible for the one year that you were with her right until she was really cool yeah and so (laughs) the more of those we have the better for students yeah and i think it just helps everyone in general i wonder what is holding ohio state back from addressing this issue head on and just taking the steps necessary maybe it is someone just vocalizing their concerns i feel like people have had to be saying for a while now just get more psychiatrists and psychologists but well they just expanded ccs okay to lincoln tower awesome so um that's where i had my therapy sessions but it's still just like god if that's not even enough right make more room for it just keep adding on to it why stop at that when there's still an issue yeah thank you for sharing your experience with all of this is there anything else you want to address um i think i i said it all but thank you awesome (laughs) all right and we'll be right back for the slow burn round right after a message from our sponsor And now for the slow burn round with Kat. So number one, let's give a quick plug for something students should look into getting involved with. Oh, it's so easy for me. What's Buckeye that? serve. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on four trips going on my fifth over the summer. Same as Courtney Dilly. Yep. Who, yeah. <laughs> nice. I saw so that. So where, where all have you been? Um, I went to New Orleans with you yep. to go volunteer with the Lower Ninth Ward. I went to um st petersburg florida with the pinellas county sea grant i went to costa rica on Ooh, the, the international trip yeah yeah super fun yeah. um partners with the oac super cool experience and then this winter i went and volunteered with pensacola florida's habitat for humanity oh nice and yeah. over the summer i'll be volunteering with another partner trip with the oac in the grand canyon oh that's sweet yeah how have you been able to fund all of these Um, alternative breaks my parents fund these trips but i'm having step fund the trip over the summer okay to the grand canyon and the oac trip to costa rica was cut 500 dollars. they applied for grants and stuff like that that's awesome super cool yeah i remember when i've done my buckeye serve trips i've had both funded i think like if you live in the residence halls there's funding for students living in dorms um for if you're a second year student doing step you can get a lot funded through the 2000 bucks that you get, yeah. whether that's an international trip or even like two or three local trips. You can definitely stretch that money. And there are a ton of opportunities for people because they really want you to go out and have these really beneficial, positive experiences. And they range from only like 150 to $450. Absolutely. So it's accessible. Very accessible. Mm-hmm. Number two, who's someone you'd like to say thank you to at Ohio State and why? Um, my graduate teaching assistant for my first biological engineering class last semester, Kristen Conroy. I went to her office hours a few times and she was like the first person to ever, that was a faculty member to ever sit down and be like, so what do you want to do with your life? Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell me about your work. Tell me about your life, Mm -hmm. which was really cool. Kristen Conroy. Yeah. Shout out to you. Number three, what's your best moment or experience at Ohio State? A moment when you were genuinely happy. 
so my roommates and I are super close to our guy friends with, who live three doors down. Yeah. Um, we've been friends since freshman year. Super mm-hmm. fun. And we are all kind of outdoorsy, go to the OEC. So we went camping in October, like rented some space out in Hawking Hills, um, brought tents, nice. went hiking. Yeah. It was so much fun. And that was through the outdoor adventure center yeah my friend matt works there so he's able to get a discount on almost all the rentals there yeah and lastly what's your hidden gem at ohio state or in columbus that changed the game for you um i okay i'm gonna plug the oac again which is the outdoor adventure center because they have free rock climbing that you can go to Mm -hmm. they have such cool trips that you can go on where you can go white water rafting or cliff diving yeah and Um, i know they have a few like signature step trips as well where you can use that two thousand bucks if you're a second year student to like go to new zealand go to like a ton of different places do some really cool outdoorsy things super cool program so oac check it out thank you so much kat for coming on this was fun thank you i'm glad you were able to share your experiences and i think students will have a lot to learn from what you've experienced Thank you. I'm so excited. <laughs> I hope it helped somebody. <laughs> if it helps one person, that's that's the goal. Yeah. Right. I agree. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. That'll do it for this week's episode of Around the Oval. It may seem insignificant right now, but we've already accumulated $5 for Pelotonia Cancer Research. So on that note, remember to share us where you can. Follow us on Instagram at around underscore the underscore oval and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.